Welcome everyone to the Pantheon, I'm Ray, and today we're looking at the 2019 film The Fanatic, starring John Travolta and Devon Sawa. Uh, it's written and directed by Fred Durst. Durst is, was or is known for being the lead singer of Limp Bizkit. Uh, this is his latest feature-length film. He's done a couple of films uh, prior to this. Travolta plays a street performer on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, it is a departure of films he's done in the past. Uh, on Good Morning America, he did say that this was one of his most proudest roles he's done in years. I think it's mostly because it is a character he's not familiar with. It's not in his toolbox of films he's usually done. The character he portrays, his name is Moose. I would say he is a character, a person who's on the spectrum and is can be classified as being a man-child or underdevelopmentally. The challenge for Travolta was that he couldn't rely on the things that he would normally go as his go-to. Uh, his charisma, his charm, his uh, just the, the mannerisms that would make that makes uh, a, a Travolta star or or as a likable character. Uh, the character of Moose is devoid of the many things that Travolta's normal attributes. Then I can understand why Travolta would say uh, that particular uh, reference. Uh, this, now, what I like about this is that it's not told necessarily by Moose's perspective. Uh, you got a number of uh, narratives here. Uh, the narrator is uh, done by the character of Leah, played by Anna Golja. Uh, Golja, uh, maybe you might know her from Degrassi, The Next Generation. She plays Zoe Rivas. She is Moose's only real friend. Uh, I think she her job on the side is she's a, she works as a paparazzi, uh, getting scoops and stories and photography of uh, celebrities. She gets Moose to see uh, into the party to see his idol, uh, the person he's uh, infatuated with, and that's Hunter Dunbar, played by Devon Sawa. Uh, now, Sawa's character is a, as an actor who's reached his twilight years. At a fan signing, uh, Moose finally gets to meet his, uh, his hero. And we're looking at the situation from two perspectives. One is from the character of Moose, Travolta's character, how he sees uh, Hunter Dunbar at that moment. And then we see Dunbar's perspective, what he's going through at that exact same moment. And we're noticing that we're seeing two different perspectives uh, at, uh, regarding the same time. And and the th thing about what, how Leah, the narrator, projects or portrays Moose as, as somewhat of a tragic figure. And, and so, by the tone of how she's delivering the narration, uh, you know it's sort of foreshadowing that the character um, is going to have some kind of downfall. What I like about this is that you're seeing uh, Sawa's character as a person who is facing child custody issues with his wife. Um, you know, his career is on the downward slope. He's no longer the command of uh, the box office or um, the executives of Hollywood. And what you're seeing is Moose's perspective and not and who is totally oblivious of the things that's going around Hunter's life at that time and not knowing the boundaries of how a fan should be. But I think uh, the film kind of falls a little flat in the sense that uh, it is the overall narrative. Um, it's The film by design is awkward and that is because of the nature of Moose's character. Um, he does not know how to react and and, um, and say the right things or how to handle himself in any particular situation that would be um, that can be construed as being awkward or uh, abnormal. When he's told uh, to stop or not 
not pursue his idol. He's getting too close or uh, it's getting too dangerously close to him. Uh, He's not hearing that advice. Um, And and so it's sort of limiting uh, in terms of the information. He's only hearing or seeing what he wants to see. Uh, it's difficult to so from that perspective it's a little difficult and jarring to get behind the character uh, there's a lot of violence which um, and some in some tragedy that happens into this both for Travolta's character as well as Sala's character um, overall I will give this movie uh, a out of 10 I'd give this movie a four uh, the script is acknowledges certain things i think the delivery and the execution overall is slightly limited limited the the end game if you will for travolta is tragic as it as uh, it is dictated in the beginning so in the sense of their, the beginning and the end um it does wrap there is a connection it's not it's, it's not a completely abstract thought in terms of movie making but uh, it is uh, is a film that is watchable for me just once but i w- i would recommend um, it's a rough watch, and I think Durst is self-indulgent. But like, uh, the one thing I have to hand it to Travolta though is like he really commits to the character, and as awkward as he seems, and as um, unsympathetic as he can come across at times, uh, you do root for him. There is a certain level of likability, but uh, and as him being a man-child, there are you can push him only so far. Give this film a four out of ten. It's not something I would recommend, uh, but if you're a fan of Travolta, if you've been following Fred Durst's career, or if you want to know what's uh, Devon Sawa has been doing since Idle Hands, this is not a bad film. He's aged. Devon Sawa's aged quite quite remarkably. Uh, he's uh, coming to his own. Uh, he's completely removed from the teen heartthrob persona or the teen uh, mold he's come from, and he's now playing like a fully fledged adult male role. Uh, there's nothing. There's no teen or youthful um, or, uh, or inexperienced uh, character that he can portray, or a stoner kid, or whatever. I mean, he's playing an adult, and it's refreshing to see him playing a character that's sort of edgy and alert. So. <clears throat> So I kind of, I really enjoyed that, but uh, the film is slightly disjointed. And again, it's because the character doesn't understand the word no or go away. And that's a, that was the intention of the role. It's a character uh, as, who's a fanatic. As a fanatic, uh, you, you may not know your boundaries. Uh, I'm not saying he's Asperger's syndrome or whatever, but like there are boundaries that can do get crossed. It's a grueling, hard watch and it took a lot to watch this and um it's but it's part of the drama and it's part of the thing that makes travolta what he is and he's trying to expand his his repertoire so in that i have to commend him and i would like to give this movie a higher rating but out of 10 i would give it a four it's not something that i could watch again it's not a memorable as i would like it to be but it is a it is a different approach to her character it is what travolta said on good morning america when promoting this movie it's one of the most proudest works he's done in years. And that's because it's a character that is um, on the spectrum. It is challenging uh, because he, the character's uh, introverted. It's a character who's been told not to do something and doesn't listen or doesn't understand those boundaries and still goes ahead and, they, uh, and then experiencing the consequences of those actions and not knowing the, his limits. So it is tragic in that sense. And I would recommend... Uh, maybe renting this, but nonetheless, it is different. And um, in in a year uh, that 
it's it might find it might find a footing it might find an audience but uh it's not very likely anyways with that i'm ray and take care it's a pleasure to meet you mr dunbar is hunter dunbar here tonight I need to get an autograph. Don't let him do this to me. I'm a fan. I'm a number one fan. Is it difficult to find famous people's houses? I use my star map app. You have to be careful. I don't want you to be accused of stalking. Hey, you can't just come to my private residence looking for me. Listen, pal, I don't know how you found me, but I don't ever want to see you in this neighborhood again. Wait, wait, wait! How do you mind?